Welcome to Love Truth Leadership, where today we're tackling the massive influence of social media across all ages. We're diving into how it shapes our self-esteem, mental health, and connections in a world where digital interactions are as common as real-life ones. Join us as we navigate the digital landscape, seeking ways to engage with love and integrity. Tune in for an enlightening journey on navigating social media's impact right here and right now. trip and i'm i'm super grateful to have you back to to be in the the shop with me recording an episode and then to be here to uh continue to be my guide and mentor it's well not like you stopped when you were gone but still i missed you it has been a couple of weeks that i'm like man i wish larry was here for this well, well it's good to be back <laughs> yeah. i'm glad i'm back in the saddle yeah heck yeah me too L- literally and figuratively yeah <laughs> since i'm a cyclist yeah <laughs> Yeah, I missed my cycles. Yeah. Uh, give me one thing that was very memorable to you on your trip. Um, the people. The people. Oh, yeah, by far. I mean, we saw a lot of cool things. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw beaches that I've never seen before. It's like a, almost like a white powder. I mean, it's unbelievable. But anyway, it was mainly the people. That's how gracious they were. Uh-huh. Um, just very down-to-earth, humble, and... And very respectful. Yeah. You sent me a picture that looked like it was a painting um, with the sun coming up over the, 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 that rock. And right. yeah, man, it was gorgeous. And I was a little, little envious. That's for sure. To, I imagine that was a sunrise that you were taking right. a picture of. And it was, uh, it was quite beautiful. Um, but before we go get into today's uh, subject, I'm going to read something for, for you guys. I am your constant companion. I am your greatest helper or your heaviest burden. I will push you onward or drag you down to failure. I am completely at your command. Half the things you do, you might as might just as well turn over to me. I will be able to do them quickly and correctly. I am easily managed. You must merely be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done. And after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I am the servant of all great men. And alas, of all great failures as well. Those who are great, I have made great. Those who are failures, I have made them failures. I am not a machine, though I work with the precision of a machine, plus the intelligence of a man. You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, train me, be firm with me, and I'll put your world at your feet. And I will put the world at your feet. Be easy with me, and I will destroy you. Who am I? I am habit. And that's a really powerful uh, uh, poem there. And it, it leads into our subject very well today because we have this habit that 
a lot of us are developing, especially with the power that we carry in our cell phones of uh, social media. And we, we fall into a habit of, you know, falling into being on social media quite regularly. And, and the effect it currently has on our lives is pretty strong. What do you think about that, Larry? I mean, yeah, very much so. I mean, I feel fortunate. I didn't grow up with that. Uh, uh, I grew up in the era, era that there was only one phone per household. That's, yeah. Actually, that was a regulation by the phone company and, um, and they, and you didn't own the phone, but the bell company did. You were leasing it. Wow. Okay. Um, and, uh, some very early on, we, party lines that means someone could pick up and listen to what you said but anyway and then over the years you know and then we've come out with a cell phone and uh i'm seeing now that that's replacing uh what i consider meaningful human connection Mm -hmm. people think they get that connection but i think that connection leaves we were just talking about it leaves a loneliness and more depression yeah. It doesn't fill a void. It fills it temporarily with a dopamine hit. Yeah. But you don't get that long lasting joy out of it like you, you would think you would. And it becomes very addictive for people, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um that's that's very true. And there's there's many studies that have been done on on social media and the impact, especially on the impact on youth. And you have a lot of youth who use social media starting at a very early age or actually start using cell phones at a very, very early age. And they come into life with this addiction to, you know, a screen and, and it's, and it, you know, you see kids that are on these tablets all the time and they're used as a pacifier and they don't know how to act in a social setting <laughs> without it. Right. You know, they much be, they, they'd rather be happier, uh, just looking at something and getting all these, you know, short forms of entertainment, watching these videos that aren't even 30 seconds long and you can't even get them to, to sit down and watch a movie, you know, because it's not 30 seconds long. They've lost lost interest in the movie, you know, 10 minutes into it. So it's, it's one of those things. And I'm grateful for the families. Cause I, I do, you know, I do associate with, with a few families who really regulate, you know, the use uh, of their children or, or letting their children use, you know, a tablet or a phone or something like that. And they don't even let them have it. And you can tell the difference between those kids and the kids who have it all the time. It's a, it's a huge deal. And it, and it's, it's creating this, um, this dilemma, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we live in a, a day and age where it's taken over and, you know, I know I was reading the other day about the the government's actually starting to take a step in and, and uh, they're regulating, you know, Facebook and, you know, um, or trying to at least, uh, well, meta, you know, Facebook and Instagram. And I don't know what the bill that they're trying to do, but they, they're starting to recognize the impact on that it's having on the on youth, you know, and there's there's a lot of things that go with it. Um, like cyberbullying. Um, FOMO, is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, FOMO. Uh, you know, you feel like you're you're missing out. You know uh, that your life isn't good enough. You're com- you're comparing yourself to other people, and you're envious of what they have, and 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 it's taking away a hundred percent of being grateful for what you have, and you're trying to compare yourself to 
to some other person. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I fall into this trap too. I fall, I look at um, my Instagram isn't filled with you know the normal set of what people follow on Instagram. I have a Facebook, but it's like I don't have it on my phone. But you, like, I sit there and look at all these dudes who are in mad shape, and I beat myself up because I'm not in that mad shape. You know, I'm not in as good a shape as they are. Well, it's interesting because people post the best of themselves on the Facebook. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm at, at this place having fun, or yeah. I look this way, and everybody thinks, oh, my God, I want that life. And well, and then it's just <laughs> the one, one moment that they have throughout the whole day, right, that they're posting, and it's whether or not is is their whole day that good. <laughs> right and right. then and then they're sitting there after they post that thing they're like okay how many likes can i get on this how many likes can i get how many likes can i get you know and and uh i had a recent uh thing happen where i had made a comment on on this post and it got like some like four thousand likes you know and i'm like wow like okay cool and i mean it was it's like a pat on the back, you know, like what I have to say actually matters, you know, kind of thing. Whenever I shouldn't need that for for myself, you know, I know what I say matters because I, you know, I consider myself somewhat of a, an intelligent person and somewhat of an influential person. And I need to have that recognition. No, that's not something that I need to have. I need to have that recognition in the relationships that I build with people and the recognition in the in the fact that I can take what I, instead of putting this on, on Instagram, I can say it to somebody that I, that I interact with throughout the day or something like that, you know? So it's one of those things where we're not, you know, just, just to give you guys an example, we're not all free from it. I, I fall into the trap as well. And it's hard. It's a hard trap to escape because it's all about that, that instant gratification, that, that dopamine hit that we get. And, you know, I, set a timer on my phone on Instagram and I still like tell it to ignore it for 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, yeah. let, yeah, you let be, me, yeah. let me scroll no, for another 15 no, minutes. You know, it's amazing when you get scrolling, all of a sudden whole hours gone by and you, I mean, I don't know what it is, but the time elapses much faster. Yeah. It's crazy. <clears throat> and I, you sit there and go, wow, did I, was I on that for an hour and a half? But I remember I got caught into TikTok years ago and they have, algorithms that when you pause and see certain things, you yeah. go, oh, this is what this person wants to see. Yeah, yeah. And so I started seeing more of the same stuff. I go, well, what, how do they know that? Like right now, if I if I do look at anything, they know I'm a cyclist. So guess what, <laughs> what yeah. shows up? Yeah. It's all the cycling. Man, hey, and this, it's this. all this data collection that our phone does, you yeah. know, and it's, and it's, we have the power to tell it to, you know, because every time you download an app, especially with iPhone, you can say, don't allow it to track what goes on in other apps. So it doesn't do that, right. That program advertising for you. Right. So, so it's a little bit more freeing, but it's one of those things where at the same time it, it still knows. And, you know, I don't know if it's serendipitous, but we'll, every once in a while I'll be sitting here talking about something with the guys at work and and we'll be like we'll look it up you know what what's the actual stat on this or whatever and i type the first few words into my phone like the first like three letters of what we're going to look up and it had the next recommended sentence is what we were just talking about yeah i went in that too because i sometimes will talk to someone and i go to a feed and i go 
what the heck? Yeah. So I it, mean, was it listening to me or yeah, what? I think they are. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, you allow Google to use your microphone, right? So it's one of those things where I think it's constantly, especially if it's running in the background, it's going, okay, let's, let's pick up tidbits of what they're discussing so I can predict what they need to have, you know? And then we have this new thing with AI, which is, I mean, granted, I'm a very big user of chat GPT and, and it's uh, something that is hugely beneficial to use because it, you know, instead of doing hours of work, scrolling the internet for research, you know, and topics like that, I can type into chat GPT, like what I want to research and it'll point me to, you know, articles that have been written and, and all kinds of stuff. And I can say, okay, well, give me the full article. And then you can read the full article right off of chat GPT. And it does, you know, the browsing that you would do that, that would take you 15 minutes to do. It does it in Seconds. seconds and which is hugely advantageous and social media can be used as uh if it's used correctly right it can be used to as an advantageous kind of thing but you also have to have that balance you know and know whenever it's starting to get to be too much and where i'm grateful is in my social media i've taken and gotten rid of all the stuff that leaves me comparing to other people and, and stuff like that. I've gotten rid of it and I, I fill it with positive things and, and, you know, self-motivation and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's all tailored to how I want to live my life, but I still fall into the whole thing. Okay. Well, that was an awesome quote. Let me see if I can find another one, you know, and, and, and just keep going with it. And then next thing, you know, I see a product because I'm like, I'm, you know, watching a video that has to deal about like health and hydration. And then the next ad that comes up on my Instagram feed is like some, some kind of special water bottle, you know, and it's just like, okay, like, come on, you know? And then, then I'm like, oh, that's actually really cool. And that has to deal with the video that I just watched. Let me see about this product, you know? So it's all, it's like all intertwined with consumerism and then keeping us scrolling. Right. And it's just, it gets insane. So we're, we have this plan, Larry, right? You and I both have, or I'm still lax in it. You have a little bit more control over your use of social media. We have that. We still see the impact that it has on people. And so the next few episodes that we want to do, we want to get into discussing a little bit, you know, very much in detail on, on social media and the impact that it has on the youth today, because it's one of those things where that's, I feel like they're more susceptible to it than somebody who's 40 years old. Yeah. And it almost feels like now that the parent is allowing that to be the babysitter. Oh the yeah. Kid, you know, Oh, they're just going to be focused on that. So I can go do whatever I want. Well, yeah. Do. Let me give my kid the tablet so I can scroll yeah. endlessly and not be interrupted. Yeah. So I can go do my social media. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and, or the parents are hooked on it too. But, yeah. So. And yeah. we're just touching on a small side of it. There's, you know, like, like I said before, there's, the FOMO, the cyberbullying, um, the like shaping identity and self-esteem and the, the link between sleep and social media, 
and and stuff like that because you sit there and compare yourself uh or you're doing late night scrolling on your phone and either you're comparing yourself and you're sitting there like in guilt and envy because I'm not like this person that I envy on on social media or you're staying you know scrolling on your phone whenever you're in bed and not only are you having the blue screen effect which has a an effect on keeping your brain awake um you know cuz it's res- represented you know it's the same uv wavelength as the sun basically right so the sun is connected to our brain to keep us awake so you're getting that same light effect from your phone but two, you're just like, like you said before, you're losing track of time, just scrolling on your phone. And then the next thing you know, it's 1 a.m. and you've been scrolling for two hours and you're like, oh, shoot, I really need to go to bed. And then you set your phone away, but your brain's still awake. <laughs> so, and then, you, you know, yeah, you're up till three. Yeah. And morning. not, and not everybody's like me where if they, if their head hits the pillow, you know, they just are out. You know, I'm, I feel very lucky in that aspect because if I just lay my head down and close my eyes, that's all it takes for me to go to sleep. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people don't have that. You know, we were talking about scrolling. I go to YouTube probably more than anything else. I don't do Facebook much or Instagram, but I do YouTube because I like to listen to TED Talks or church talks or uplifting talks. Yeah, yeah. And they have my algorithm. And so what happens is on my feed is uplifting stuff now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mainly it's either that or cycling. That's the two primary things that are coming through my feed. So you're you're using it in a little bit of a more beneficial way. Yeah, I try to listen to stuff that's uplifting, you know, stuff that helps me out in life. And so that, that way it works pretty good. But that's primarily what... The feed gives me, and yeah, which is so like like I said before, it's it's how you use it, and and a lot of it today also is to sell sex, which is crazy, and you know you have a lot of um, girls on Instagram who post, you know, give me a like for my birthday. Yeah, exactly. And if, and if I think I don't know how it works, but I'm sure if you f- stay on that. It's oh yeah, gonna, it'll ship more of the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah, hundred percent. Right? And and the next thing you know, you're getting a link. You know, you can click on their profile, and then they're like, "Oh, my exclusive link is here." Uh, you know, and so you can see naked yeah. pictures of me. So and now stuff. you're just going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, hundred percent. And so that's the whole thing. Another thing, you know, uh, so that leads into a lot of pornography use and and stuff like that as well, especially along among young men um, who fall into this trap, and then with today's society and how we're met, you know, young guys are taught to, to be, um, we fall into it hardcore as far as like, let me give this girl five bucks a month, you know, so I can see pictures of her. <laughs> right. And it's Is just, that how that works? Yeah. I, I never got, yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy. And, um, I was reading somewhere that, uh, no, I, I saw it on a Joe Rogan podcast, Instagram made, Two point, not Instagram, excuse me, OnlyFans made two point two billion dollars last year, and that's Instagram. No, OnlyFans, which is like a, a porn website. Oh, yeah, two point two billion. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> which is, I mean, that's insane. You know that we're spending this much money on again a short dopamine release, and then after that we have this feeling of emptiness, right? And so we want to fill that emptiness again and so we just come back to using it again and again and again because we just 
we're not building a connection with anyone. We're just getting a, a short-term gratification, which all has to do with social media. You know, it's interesting. Uh, there's Brene Brown, who originally I was introduced on a TED Talk, and now and she's written some books. When the first one was Darren Greatly, and she talks a lot about guilt and shame, where guilt is generated. I did something bad. Shame is I am bad. Yeah. And they're both damaging, but particularly the shame part is I am bad. And I, that, that goes back to that comparison. Yeah. And they're finding that this social media is not only generating a lot of loneliness and depression, but it also leads to people taking their lives because they get, they go down this rabbit hole and it gets so addictive and then they can't feel they get out of it. And then depression gets worse and worse. And then the shame kicks in and they don't seek help. They don't tell anybody. Yeah. And to the point where they, they feel so discouraged, they feel hopeless. And once they feel hopeless, then they really, then that leads to the suicides. Yeah. Which is uh, the, the world we live in is, is crazy and it's got, it's so complex now. And there's so many factors that lead to our mental health deterioration that, and I've been there. <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky enough to where I've, I've been aware of where I've been and where I where I want to go and and where my mind state is and what I need to do to keep on top of myself to get out of this get out of that you know and a lot of people don't have that awareness and and don't see the effect of their habits that they have on their day-to-day life you know I didn't know this but the, there's a thing that tracks your screen time on your phone oh yeah yeah and I've had, I remember I was coaching a young man that was struggling. I said, I want you to uh, track your screen time. And he came back. He said, oh, I, he, he didn't know. He had, he had 78 hours. He was averaging almost 80 hours a week screen time. That's insane. And he was wondering why he was struggling with depression and everything. So we had to, I said, well, you got to make up your mind how much you're going to restrict your, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, uh, and I think sometimes we need a fast. You know how you fast for food? Oh, yeah. Fast them up. I, I swear, I don't know if some people could put a phone away for a couple hours, let alone, let alone a day. We all need to go camping where we don't have no cell phone, service. No yeah. cell service. And see, yeah. problem is I think people would go through withdrawals. Oh, man. Oh, man, they, man, where's that phone, I, man? And I know. I it, need my fix. Yeah, and it's, I, I, I would, I would, myself, I would think I would too. It would be tough. Yeah, it really would. That That instant connection that we feel like we have, right? But really in... Because I grew up in an era, too, where, you know, the phone was on the wall with the long cord. And if you want to make a phone call and you're crushing on this girl and she says she's going to call you. So you sit by the phone all day (laughs) waiting for her to call, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Right. And and um, now it's all digital. Yeah. I'm not even sure people ask people. They they probably text. And just so it's instantaneous. And and then the phone (laughs) It's like, okay, cool. So I have an instant way to communicate with this person. So I should have instant access. And and that's something that a lot of us really have a hard time dealing with. Oh, so what's a good way of people getting out of these cycles? I guess the first thing is what you said is awareness. That awareness, is, yeah. That they have a problem and they got to first acknowledge it. Do they need to get an action partner or someone to be accountable? That, would, be, that would help. But at the same time, I really feel like just deleting the social media apps and and having self-control. Is and just it, getting out of it. I, a lot of my relatives, 
years ago when Facebook, they were all on it. And most all of them now, they're off. They said they just deleted the app. Yeah. Because they found they were getting sucked into it. Yeah. And and I I'm gonna struggle with it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I think today I'm deleting Instagram. I won't I'll, the only I have to access it for the podcast and I've been super, super like not I haven't been posting anything for the podcast because it's difficult and and it's one of those things where coming up with content and all that kind of stuff is, is tough. But that's the only thing that I would really need to keep it for. And then I can just use my computer and I don't have my computer with me 24 seven. It's at my house. Oh yeah. So if you take it off the phone, you won't. Exactly. So I think that's the way. Yeah. You guys, I just want you to know today, Nick is deleting Instagram off his phone. (laughs) And then, and then you'll see me be like, I'll, I'll look for it, you know, pick up my phone. I'm like, all right, cool. I've got, I've got 10 minutes at work where I'm not, I don't need to do anything. Let's check out what's going on Instagram. And then next thing I'm like, oh, all right, cool. It only takes me, you know, a few seconds to redownload it. Let's just download it again. Right. You know, no, I'm not going to do that. I promise. All right, so a few ways that uh, social media can significantly impact youth and contribute to depression in several ways. Um, and then, especially for parents today and educators, it's under, understanding these mechanisms is hugely beneficial. And it's to help mitigate the negative outcomes and support young people's mental health. Um, comparison and envy. Social media platforms are filled with curated, edited, edited highlights of others' lives. The key word there is edited highlights leading to unrealistic benchmarks for personal sec- success, beauty, and lifestyle. They only post you what they only post, which you, they want you to see. They don't post a failure. They only post how successful they are, even though it's one out of a million. Right. Uh, and then constant comparison can make young individuals feel inadequate and dissatisfied with their own lives contributing to low self-esteem and depression. And then there's this is one that I feel like is is something that I didn't have to have to deal with whenever I was a kid cuz bullying was done face to face. Um cyberbullying and harassment. The anon- the anonymity and reach of social media facilitates cyberbullying and harassment. Victims of online bullying are at higher risk of developing depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. And there's even been recorded cases of people committing suicide to to online bullying and harassment. Uh, Social isolation. While social media can provide a platform for connecting with others, excessive use can lead to social isolation. Young people might spend more time online than engaging in face-to-face interactions weakening real-life social bonds and increasing feelings of loneliness and depression. Sleep disruption. The overuse of social media, especially before bedtime, can interfere with sleep patterns. The blue light from the screen can disrupt the uh, circadian rhythm, and the mental stimulation from social media content can make it harder to fall asleep. Poor sleep is closely re- linked to depression. And I'm, like I said before, I'm super lucky that I don't get poor sleep. What I get is too much of it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, FOMO, fear of missing out. Social media consistently exposes users to updates and events that they are not part of, leading to FOMO. This can cause feelings of exclusion and anxiety, which may contribute to depressive symptoms. 
overwhelming information and negative content. The vast amounts of information and negative con- and often negative content, e.g. news about global crisis or personal tragedies on social media can be overwhelming and contribute to feelings of sadness, anxiety, and helplessness. Identity and self-esteem issues. Adolescence and young adulthood Adolescence and young adulthood are cr- critical periods for identity development. The pressure to maintain a certain image on social media can lead to identity confusion and reliance on external validation for self-esteem, which are linked to higher levels of depression. And that's something that I've really made like an observation of is we kids these days really, really have identity issues. Like they don't know who they are. They don't know if they're boy or girl. They, you know, it's one of those things where it's just insane how, how much they're lacking in identity with themselves. Reduce physical activity. Excessive time spent on social media can lead to a sedentary, sedentary lifestyle, reducing engagement in physical activity. Exercise is important for mental health, and its lack can increase the, re- the risk of depression, and I can attest to this 100%. I've talked about doing my savers, And the one thing that I haven't been doing was the exercise part of the savers. I started incorporating that into the whole savers routine. And I almost feel like I don't need to do the rest of the savers. All I need to do is the exercise part. And while I'm doing the exercise, you know, I'm getting, I'm, I'm affirming myself like I'm a strong person. I can keep going with this exercise and blah, blah. And when I'm done, I'm like, man, like, God, I feel good, you know, right now. Like, I, I really enjoy this feeling that I have from after I'm done exercising, even though I hurt and I'm sore and especially riding my bike again, my butt is just like killing me. And, um, you know, but at the same time, whenever I'm done, like, man, way to go. You know, I really feel good with myself. Addiction and dependency. Social media platforms are designed to be addictive. And their excessive use can lead to the dependency. This dependency can cause can negatively impact mental health, leading to anxiety and depression. When it, I'm going to reread this. This dependency can negatively impact mental health, leading to anxiety and depression when access is limited or when interactions are not expected. And then the last one. It, is impact on academic performance. Excessive social media use can distract from academic responsibilities, leading to poor performance and heightened stress. This academic stress can can contribute to feelings of inadequacy and depression. And so, I mean, addressing these uh, impacts of the social media on youth really requires a most of that, you know, like an approach from many angles. Um, like education on digital literacy, you know, knowing when something's real or fake, whenever, you know, it's full of facts or that Instagram model that you're, that you're following is either an AI Instagram model, which we'll talk about later on, Larry, because I, I saw this, this whole thing done and it's, it's insane. And, um, or, and then fostering open conversations about online experiment experiences and, and promoting healthy online habits is not to say that all social media is bad, but it's overuse can be bad. You know, it's like Larry and I, you know, gave our examples and I use mine in a little bit of a less healthier way because I'm constantly looking 
at it and but we both use it for motivational purposes and and i use a lot of exercise and and weightlifting uh, you know instagram uh pages or accounts and but at the same time you know if you overuse that stuff it's still unhealthy it doesn't matter that it, you're getting a motivation from it it's the overuse of it okay i just read that motivational quote let me find another one so you're scrolling for another 15 minutes to find another motivational quote that feeds you you know and stuff like that so so encouraging young people to engage in offline activities and bond strong and build strong real life relationships is also crucial for mitigation and uh i'm going to reread this again too Encouraging young people to engage in offline activities and build strong real-life relationships is also crucial for mitigating the potential negative aspects on, of social media on their mental health. So, that being said, I think we're going to break into social media for the next like few episodes. We're um, I w- really want to get somebody who's a little bit more of an expert in the mental health field to bring in to talk about this. So that person is not known yet, but I, I really feel like that's going to be something that's hugely positive for us. I think so. <clears throat> um, and yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big subject to, to discuss. And what we've gone over today is just the tip of the iceberg we're going to break all those subjects that I read. We're going to break into each one of those and I think have an episode on each. And then give, and then give people the, who are hearing this some viable solutions. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Give you guys some, some good ways to, to really break this, this habit. Um, and it, and, and it, this isn't just for youth either. It's for, it's for everyone. I mean, I personally, I know I have a problem with it. I know my mom <laughs> has a problem with it and she's 70 something years old. You know, she's constantly on Facebook and the worst part about her, her scrolling is she does all those quizzes that are just information collectors, you know, and <laughs> it's just like, okay, so you told it your birthday and you know, all this other stuff. Like it's just collecting information on you and it, and it put it in a form of a quiz. Like, come on, you know, they're just, that's all it is. And, and, but it's fun for her, you know, it's something to pass the time because she's retired and, and, you know, doesn't have anything else to do and stuff. And it's just, but, but still, I think a lot of us are in the whole, like, I don't have anything else to do anything else that's healthy to do. So let me get onto social media and let me get my dopamine hit. And then, Oh wait, I've just got done spending an hour and a half scrolling, uh, TikTok reels where did my where did my time go that I could have went outside and connected with nature or you know done some done a hobby that brings me actual real gratification or pay it forward or doing helping someone else exactly yeah. yeah yeah so so this is a big subject and I I really feel like Larry this is something that we need to have a a longer discussion on good and um so you guys get ready to dive in with us for for quite a while on the impact of social media on today's society not just youth but today's society with it with a focus on youth so thank you for listening today i'm nick i'm larry and this is the ltl show have a grateful day there we go
That's all for today's insightful look into the impact of social media across generations. Yet our dialogue doesn't stop there. Join us next time as we delve into the intriguing relationship between social media and dopamine. Why are we so drawn to those notifications and likes? We'll investigate the allure of digital engagement and its effect on our minds. Focusing on real experiences and the science behind them. Tune into the next episode of Love Truth Leadership as we continue to discuss the digital landscape that shapes our interactions and self-perception. Embark on this journey with us as we strive for deeper understanding and better navigation of our online lives. Remember, leadership is not just a title, but the profound expression of the love and truth you bring into the world. And as always, Larry and I greatly appreciate you. Thank you for listening.